The definition of the word radical, R-A-D-I-C-L-E, is the first part of a seedling, a growing plant embryo, to emerge from the seed during the process of germination. The radical is the embryonic root of the plant, and it grows downward into the soil. To be rooted is radical. In this day and age, being rooted in ourselves, our bodies, the earth, and our immediate communities is a radical act. It means we often say no to the cultural narratives that tell us we don't own ourselves, but rather we belong to the ideas and popular rituals and customs of our society. It's a rejection of the story of dependency we are indoctrinated into from birth on big systems often motivated by profit and control that keep us out of power within ourselves and our families. But when we root into this new version of living, one that is based in truth, freedom, health, growth, connection, and spirituality, we are revived. We return to our true selves without all the stories of what we are supposed to do and believe. So, if you get rooted, you will be revived. My name is Chantel, and I'm the host of the show. I illuminate unsubstantiated cultural mores with the hopes to arm women and mothers with traditional, back-to-basics earth wisdom that creates whole, healthy families and communities in the age of failing healthcare. Hey, everyone. So... This, what I'm recording right now, I'm actually recording after I recorded what you're about to hear, and it's because in the piece, the episode that you're about to hear, I made a pretty big mistake, and um, I just want to make that clear right now so that I don't have any people coming back and being like, hey, you're, you made really fucked up, but as I was listening to the recording again, I was like, oh my god, I just made a really stupid mistake. And that is that um, in the episode, I say that children are required to get, um, children under six are required to get 69 to 73 doses of vaccines, or that's what's recommended on the CDC schedule. Um, That's not actually the number for children under six. That's just the childhood schedule. So that goes up to 18 years old. So the correct thing to say is that children from birth to 18 years um, are recommended by the CDC to get 69 to 73 doses of vaccines. Um, I don't have the exact number for six and under. I believe it's around 49 to 50. That's still a big number if you ask me, but I just want to clear that up, that the number, the reference, 69 to 73 doses, that's for children up to 18 years old and six and under. That's when they're getting the bulk of the vaccines. And I, that's around 49 to 50, give or take. If you want exact numbers, I just recommend that you go to the CDC website, look up the childhood vaccination schedule and just count the number of doses. Um, but these are rough estimates um, and pretty close estimates. I mean, I don't it, I'm not missing numbers no more than like a five, you know, number margin. So if that makes sense, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah. So one last time, the 69 to 73 doses is up to 18 years old, six and under. It's about 49 to 50 doses recommended by the CDC. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm, 
I just want to pop on here really fast. Um, well, I plan for it to be fast. Maybe it won't be, but I don't imagine that this is going to be longer than 20 minutes. This is just something that I had written down uh, maybe a week or two ago, and I'm just like looking in my notebook again and adding more to it. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to jump on and start talking about this. So today the title of this episode is called Vaccines, How Much is Too Much? And this is a question that I want to pose to, I mean, everyone, but anyone who, um, you know, may be listening who, um, you know, still believes in vaccines to some degree. Um, so, you know, if you know someone that would appreciate this episode, please share it with them because I think, I think kind of the points I'm going to make and the information I'm going to give are really important. So... The first thing I want to start off by saying is that our children are not surviving because of all of these vaccines. They're surviving despite of them. I'm just going to say that one more time. Our children are not surviving because of all of these life-saving vaccines. Quote, life-saving, right? They're surviving despite of having so many vaccines. Um, and side note, if there is anyone listening or if you know anyone, um, I know that not all children survive vaccines and I know that sadly and tragically lives have children's lives have been taken because of vaccines and I want to honor those and acknowledge that right now because I can see how that statement might um, be ignoring or brushing over the people who don't survive vaccines. Um, so I do realize that it is not always the case. And for the most part, thankfully, our children are surviving all of these injections. Now, are children healthy? That's another, that's another topic, that's another debate, and that's not the point of this show today. But the reality, or this reality, that children are surviving because of, not because of vaccines, but despite of all the vaccines, what that really speaks to is, um, it speaks so much more to human resilience than it speaks to the wonderful powers of, you know, technology or the technocratic modern medicine. So... You know, what we're seeing is that, for the most part, humans are resilient, and that's good, um, because uh, we're, making it, we're making it really hard here. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know, children um, from birth until six years old uh, are recommended to have, okay, so this number gets mixed up all the time. I recently heard it was 69 doses. And then when I started saying that, and I've counted, when I counted, um, the last time I counted, yes, it was 69 doses. Uh, you can go to the CDC website, and um, they have a um, they have the vaccine schedule, and so you can actually just count the doses yourself. Um, and then when I started saying 69 doses, I heard that like they recently added some more, and some people say it's 73 now. So I haven't checked since then. 
What I do know is that children from birth until six years old are recommended by the CDC to get anywhere from 69 to 73 doses of vaccinations. That is not a small number. And um, I just want to remind everyone that vaccines are pharmaceutical drugs. Vaccines are pharmaceutical grade medicine. Vaccines are medical interventions. Um, I'm not sure that there are any other drugs. It's a drug, and I'm not sure that there are any other drugs on the market where we would advocate for and recommend that um, we give all children the same amount of doses, uh, that, that medicine is one size fits all, that we don't take in considerations such as size, weight, genetic markers, um, that we don't take all these things into account when giving people medication, because that's what vaccines are. It's, it's a medication. And um, 69 doses, I'm, I'll just play on the small end, it's still a big number, 69 doses of medication to a child under six years of age, that's not a small number. That's a lot. And so I really want to, I just really want to, um, yeah, emphasize that what we're giving children is medication and what we're giving children is uh, pharmaceutical drugs and medical interventions is what these are. And that medicine should never be one size fits all. And so while, yes, humans are resilient, and clearly most children can survive getting all of this medication, um, we're also not indestructible. We're also not invincible as human beings. We have a breaking point. We have a capacity at which our bodies can no longer handle mass amounts of toxic pharmaceutical drugs, um, you know, especially ones that are inherently tampering with the immune system. Um, I don't want to get too much into that. I want to do a whole episode on that maybe eventually, but um, so, but, but I'll just kind of to help you understand what I mean when I say that vaccines inherently tamper with the immune system is that the immune system has is two parts. So there's the first part of the immune response, which is the primary cell-mediated immune response that is basically um, it's so disease is supposed to enter our mouth nose throats mucous membranes this is how our bodies kind of read and get to know the pathogen that's entering so it knows uh, like how to fight it and which antibodies to produce and then the second part of the immune response that's the antibody response that's the response that vaccines activate so um so what I mean when I say it's tampering with the immune system is um, they're bypassing half of the primary and most important part of the immune of the immune response. So, so yeah, our bodies can only handle so much tampering with and um, toxic pharmaceutical drugs. And yes, it is, it is just known that vaccines are toxic. They contain classified carcinogens and neurotoxins, and they actually are required to be toxic by nature because it's the only way that we can um, you know, trigger the antibodies. That's, that's how we activate antibodies when we inject vaccines is we have to make them toxic in order to do so. So our bodies can only handle so much of that. And I don't, me personally, 63 doses for a, a small child, a baby, is a lot. So the question that I 
want to pose today is how much is too much for you? What's your vaccine limit? What is your number? Um, if, let's say, your number is anywhere from 10 to 50 doses, that's, you know, I mean, we're talking about pharmaceutical drugs here. So, um, you know, well, first of all, I want to say that if you're someone who's just like, if you're just like the more the better, right? So like if you're someone who just thinks that like, you know, if we can get a vaccine for every ill, for every cough, for every sniffle, for every ache, for every pain, um, if you're that person, then this episode is probably not for you. I might suggest you go um, learn a little bit about the immune system and about sickness and disease and the importance of um, people experiencing sickness and disease for not only our, um, you know, priming of the immune system, but even for our emotional and spiritual growth. So, um, yeah, I, if you're someone who just like wants to eradicate all discomfort and all illness, then this, this piece is definitely not for you. Um, something else to keep in mind is that I don't have the exact numbers here, but the vaccine schedule is always growing and it will always grow until it collapses. And I personally just so happen to believe that it will collapse sooner than later because this is a um, it's a house of cards at this point, the vaccine schedule. Um, so the vaccine schedule is always growing. And since 1986, when manufacturers became immune to liability and the and manufacturers don't have to prove safety because they're not liable anymore, then um, they can just put, you know, vaccines on the schedule without doing proper safety testing um, because you can't sue them anymore. So ever since then, a lot of vaccines have been added to the schedule and vaccines continue to be added to the schedule and vaccines will continue to be added to the schedule. Um, there are hundreds of vaccines in the pipeline that are being tested. I mean, anything from, I've heard like the common cold to acne, um, just so many different vaccines that like, you know, just things like a vaccine for acne. That's just, that's just silly. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I've heard like that, that there are so many different vaccines in the pipeline that, you know, eventually could come to market. So like I said, the vaccine schedule will continue to grow. And again, how much is too much for you? Like, what is your vaccine limit? If, like, let's say, I think what I was getting to earlier, um, is your limit anywhere from like 10 to 50 doses? And I'm talking for like kids under six. So let's pretend you're a parent and you have kids. Is 10 to 50 your limit? Or let's just say zero to 50. Like, are you in that range? Like, okay, once we get out of 50, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit too much. Well, if that is you, then you might be considered an anti or only a partial vaccinator. Okay. Is your limit 80? If you're someone who strongly believes in vaccines now, but your limit is, let's say, 80 doses for your small child, then you'll very likely um, be a, a refuser very soon. 
So you'll start refusing some vaccines very soon if your limit is around 80 because that's about where we're like getting, you know, we're around 69, 73 is what I said. So in the near-ish future, you could become a refuser to some degree, right? I mean, is your limit 200? Is your limit 300? Is your limit 1,000? Like what, that's something... Uh, I just want everyone to sit with right now who is for vaccines. Like, what is your limit? Um, and the reason I'm asking this question is because if you do have a limit of any number, okay, so if your limit is one and if your limit is a thousand, what you're saying is that how many injections we give our children is totally subjective and based on our own personal values and priorities. So what you're saying is, let's say your limit is 100. And you're like, whoa, once we get to 100, like that's a lot and like I'm not giving my kid any more than that. And if the schedule gets to like 220 years, like, like F that, like I'm not doing it. So then what that demonstrates to me is that that you do care how much medication and how many pharmaceutical drug interventions your child receives and that um, that how many they receive is subjective to your personal values and goals and priorities as a parent. So whose job is it to say that we've reached the limit? Like, is that your job? Because you say 100 is your limit, should that be my limit? Because, you know, um, 200 is your limit. Should that be your neighbor's limit? Whose job is it to say what the limit is? Is it yours? Is it mine? Is it the doctor's? Um, again, if you're just someone who is like, uh, my limit is just, yeah, what the doctors say. If there's 200 vaccines on the vaccine schedule, then I guess I'm getting 200 vaccines. Okay, then this, this show's not for you. My point is... Um, should your limit be everyone's limit? Whose comfort levels are we accommodating? Whose values are we accommodating? Whose priorities are we accommodating? So my point is, if you're someone who does have a limit and you currently believe in vaccines, then, like I said, then I can have my limit and Cindy over here can have her limit. If you can have your limit based on what's what feels appropriate to you and what feels right to you, um, then if, if that's how it's going to be, then what we're saying is that this, um, that th this choice is subjective. Um, and it's, like I said, it's, it's based off of personal goals and comfort levels and what's important for you and your family. So, I just want whoever's listening to this to kind of sit with that question. What's your limit? What's your number? How many vaccines is too much for you? And I feel really interested in understanding or knowing how you got to that point. Like, how do you get to that number? How did you choose? Um, how did you choose your number? You know, what priorities or what um, values or what beliefs or what information um, of knowledge do you have that made you come to your conclusion about your limit? Because all of us 
who choose not to vaccinate or or do vaccinate um, minimally or not the full schedule, uh, we have the same line of thinking you do in terms of, you know, we came to our decision based on the information we had and the knowledge that we have and the values that we hold as individuals and what um, and and the I keep bringing up the word priorities because I want people to understand that priorities are different from people to people like this whole thing about how we should treat um, just illness or how we should even give birth uh, Yolanda if anyone knows Yolanda Clark she kind of talks about this um, the the meme in society about how we should treat illness or how women should give birth these are all based on assumptions of people's individual priorities, but people have completely different priorities. You know, like um, if, if your priority might be that your child never gets the measles or never gets the chicken pox, if that's your personal priority, then I could see how maybe a vaccine would make sense. That I don't have that priority. As a matter of fact, I would like my child to catch wild strains of these illnesses. Um, I could go all into why maybe that's another episode but so I want people to really understand that like we don't all have the same priorities we don't all have the same goals we don't all desire the same outcome so uh, that's just something like really important to look at whenever we're assuming um, what other people's limit should be or how many vaccine doses other people kids could get because we don't have the same um, yeah, we don't all want the same things in that regard. So anyways, yes, sit with this question, how much is too much? That's basically the question that I'm posing for the day. How much is too much and how did you get to that conclusion? And if you are someone who is currently pro-vaccine but you do have a limit, then what you're saying is that this is all subjective and based on internal desires and yeah personal things that are super personal and private to you so I think that's it um I, I knew that this would be short I just had some notes and I wanted to kind of bring up this topic and pose this question if it's likely that if you're listening to this you're kind of already um on like my side of the fence so to speak because that's just my audience but I really encourage you to share this with someone who you think would, I mean, obviously we don't want to be pushing this information onto people, but um, yeah, I always welcome you to share this stuff with people in your life that you feel close to that would be open to hearing it. So I think that's it for today. I'll be back another time with something else. Bye.